Hey, Harrison there. I'm Beef. I just got a little is by gay question. And, uh, being a gay myself, Harrison, can I, can I suck your cock? Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. When your host, G Simon. Jesus fucking Christ, I'm Harrison. I know it's starting late tonight. It's a lot of a lot of things, a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of stuff going on this whole yeah, week. Yeah. Weekend. Uh, you Ooh. know, my my sister is Ooh. in town with uh, her husband, Jer, Big Jer. Um, birthday's coming up, so they came down down for that. Um, fucking the NFL championship games today, crazy. Okay, but once again, fucking and that's the thing too. Like I was planning on doing the show earlier, but the both games today went into overtime. So it's like you gotta the game's already three hours. Now it's gonna be like three and a half hours. Okay. And of course, Tom Brady, guy's like almost as old as I am. Comes back and leads the, the, the team into another miraculous victory in overtime once again. Fucking hate that guy. So once again, Patriots are in the Super Bowl. Don't you? I mean, you grew up near, I guess, near Massachusetts, right? I knew you were going to try to bait me into some kind of discussion about football, and it's just not happening. But do you hate that team? No, I don't hate the team. You don't care? If I hated the team... I wouldn't be able to go back to Rhode Island or they'd, sh- they'd fucking slip my throat. God, I just hate that, dude. You know? Are you kidding me? I can't say, I can't denounce. Why does everybody have to denounce everything these days? I don't know. You have to it's have a like, position. Oh, what do you just like, you just like, love all teams? Well, it's like you can have a position on stuff, but you don't have to get a, de- it's like, oh, Lady Gaga, you have to denounce this person. I don't hate person, her. All right, know? Tommy Laren, do you, would you denounce her? I don't like this this pressure to denounce people that our culture is putting on people. You know, it's like, oh, Lady Gaga's she has to denounce R. Kelly. It's like she doesn't have to do anything, man. She didn't do anything but to anybody. You could still he like fucking, or dislike someone. Fucking, you know, what if Lady Gaga's like, yeah, and I'm not friends with him. I don't like the cultural pressure to denounce people. I don't. I don't I'm I, not denouncing Tom me. Brady. I just hate the team. That's Stop what I'm denouncing saying. me. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's why we're recording kind of late tonight. Everyone's denouncing me, um, but we have to work tomorrow yeah. anyway. I don't so who care cares? about the Patriots. Although I, I, Bill Belichick is the Napoleon of football, and I like his devious cheating ways. He looks like Mama Fratelli them. these days. Like, have you seen him? Like <laughs> he, does, he was wearing yeah. this like that yeah. blue hoodie and his hat. I was like, yeah. God, he looked just like her. Yeah, from the Goonies. If Ma Fratelli dressed like an eleven-year-old boy. <laughs> you know <laughs> yes yeah this weekend uh, there's a lot going on this weekend Ryan hey, Keeley like, Tom Brady I want you to do, make a pass under. see I don't, I don't even know enough about football to do that bit properly <laughs> to do the That's lady very convincing yeah yeah sorry uh, Ryan Keeley got married this uh, I was gonna say weekend. make a pass into the upfield <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense I don't know what that means um, Ryan Keeley got married this weekend um, which was kind of cool. She had a, we're going to have her on, uh, on the show because I had never actually met her husband. He's guys from Australia, also a porn star. I was chatting with a guy. Going to have him on the show because he's writing a book mm-hmm. because he created a device that can increase the length of your penis. Okay. And he was telling me about this. And I'm like, what do you what do? You do? Mm. And, and like a while ago, we had a guy on the show 
that created a foreskin tugger device that you mm-hmm. tug and you grow your foreskin back. And so this guy's you like, grow yeah. it back. Yeah. Like a salamander? Kind of. Like okay. you basically just stretch your skin over your circumcised penis and it grows and it grows back. According to this guy, I never did it. But this guy, Ryan, Ryan Keeley's husband, um, he says he's, he wrote a book and he created a technique that will lengthen your shaft. Okay. He said he grew uh, three inches. And I was like, I find this really hard to believe. Because mm. does your dick just grow Did later in life? to you? He said he'd have to show the device. He's like, but I, I kind of mm. want to write the book first. And I was like, well, when your book comes out, mm. you should come on the show. Sure. Because maybe we could actually get the device and try it out. Mm. Like, I'd get my you own. You could try it I'd get out. My, You would gonna... try it? No. You wouldn't try to grow it? Nope. <laughs> just to see if it happens. Nope. I would do it for the show. Okay. I would do it for science. Okay. I want to see, and plus, uh, I could use a couple more inches. Right. <laughs> no, I, I just don't understand how that could possibly work. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make any but... sense. This dude is like, oh yeah, I developed this thing. He's really secretive about it. Like when it's erect, it's bigger, or all around, it's bigger. You know, I was really wasted when mm. I was having this conversation. So, I remember I was I was astonished, mm. and also having a difficult time following his explanation of it but i think what he meant is uh you do it when it's flaccid Mm. and then you do this over time Mm. and it'll also increase the size when it's erect Mm. i have no idea how this works however i imagine a lot of people on our show would be interested in learning about it i'm sure they would (laughs) yeah so anyway we're gonna have that guy on probably with with uh ryan because congratulations for the marriage i don't know like an indian burn I mean, you're like pulling your skin. You're doing, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, busy weekend, a lot going on. End up kind of recording slightly late. Yeah. And I, I know you were busy all day. Yeah. You wanted to do it earlier. All right, that's right. Um, and so, yeah, so here, here we are. Uh, we've got a big show planned. Uh, we're talking about, a, and th- this is interesting too, because this I'm intro. I'm on mushrooms, I feel I should say. Or are you on mushrooms right now? Yes. But are you on I mean, like I'm just microdose? Your dose, like your microdose. But it's enough to, you know. Is it enough to like where you're seeing hallucinations? Do I look like, I don't know, like Alf or something? No, but everything's like. Just wall. kind of moving around. Yeah, everything's and, kind of wabadoo. You seem to be rather I coherent. Just needed to, I needed to. I wasn't going to, but it was like, I, it's the only thing that helps my depression or else I wouldn't have been able to leave the house, go anywhere today. So, so the, that's why I'm doing it. The intro that we're doing, kids. did you discover this guy? Under the influence of hallucinogenic <laughs> mushrooms. No, I discovered this guy some time ago. It was like, a, I don't know, a year, over a year ago, I feel like, or a year ago. So this guy was a, I guess you'd call him the spree shooter. Yeah. But he also had a, a very vivid, uh, prolific online personality. Yes. Um, I, you know, honestly, I remember when this happened mm. and I just kind of glossed over it because I was like, you know, just another white shooter guy that went and shot a bunch of people. But then I looked, he didn't even shoot a bunch of people. He only shot three people. So I was like, three you know people. what? Now I'm going to talk about it on the show. It's, it's almost become pedestrian. But then after you had mentioned that it'd be a good topic, I started looking into it. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? A lot. A lot. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? So, well, tell me about it. What's his name? Randy Stare. Randy Stare. Also known as Andrew Blaze. So is Randy Stare his real name? That's his birth name, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so his pseudonym yeah. is Andrew, Andrew Blaze. Andrew Blaze, yeah. Like Where does that come from? Identity. Um, 
you know, I don't fucking know exactly. He, the, in, in doing research for this, it's like, I don't even know. It's, it's all very, very confusing. Um, well, so this yeah. guy, this guy mm -hmm. idolized the Columbine killers. Right. He had a, uh, a prolific online presence that included like death pledges and videos with him with guns and things like that. And then he eventually ended up at like what culminated in him going to this uh, supermarket in Pennsylvania, barricading him, uh, himself in with the people and then shooting like three people, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. So what, what's the deal with this guy? All right. So um, what's the story on him? Yeah. So uh, he was uh, 24 years old. And I have to say the reason, let me tell you the, the reason why, um, this is fucking thing. the reason why he's interesting to me is because when he did this, he basically what he did is he killed three co-workers at a grocery store. This was on June 8th, uh, 2017. So it was recent. So yeah, it was very recent at a, a Wise Market supermarket in Eaton Township, Pennsylvania, which is near Scranton. Did he just hate his co-workers? I don't even think he had any strong feelings towards his co-workers, which is fucking mm. weird when you think about it, right? Yeah, it's like, why not then just go to a mall? There'd be more people there. Yeah, yeah. No, he worked at this uh, the supermarket, and um, he did it at, like, midnight one night. He was, like, doing a late shift there. And, like, before he did it, um, he released, like, a link to a Mediafire link with, with just, like, a ton of media. Like, his manifesto. So and, he wrote a full manifesto. Yeah, yeah. I discovered it because I found out months later, and I was like, oh, I'd never heard about this killing, you know, because I'm usually up on these kinds of things. And the reason why it wasn't a big headline is because the morning after he did it uh, was the morning that James Comey testified before Congress. Oh, wow. So he was totally eclipsed. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably it's another like, uh, reason why the media didn't even really pay attention to it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the main reason. I mean, it would have been a it would have been a thing people paid attention to had that not happened. I, I still think it would have been mm. just another spree shooting story because it's not like he like you know like the Las Vegas mm. massacre where there were like a hundred and fifty people or whatever were shot. Although this was kind of before it was like every week there was like yeah a, you know? yeah like I think now yeah. It's like every week there's one. But yeah, yeah in 2017, I think it was like every yeah. other month. This is kind of like one of those like Darby Crash things, you know, where Darby <laughs> Crash wants to get publicity for his band and, you know, so he kills himself kind of thing. But then no one noticed though, right? Yeah, no one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because John Lennon, John Lennon died. John, John Lennon morning. died, yeah. You know, and that's it's like worst, when Farrah Fawcett died and then Michael Jackson died, you know? That, that is true, And yeah. it was literally like they were talking to people on talk shows about... Farrah Fawcett and then they're oh, just this just in sorry we're, sorry we have to let you go now we're going to talk about Michael Jackson <laughs> someone death. more famous actually died so we're going to talk about yeah, that yeah. but what sucks yeah. about this Andrew Blaze Randy Stair character here mm -hmm. is this guy like premeditated and planned this spree killing for quite a while oh yes made videos discussing it made mm -hmm. a manifesto did all this work just to be eclipsed by James Comey. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that sucks. I mean, I guess he's like more, he like in art, honestly, like there's, he had a, a lot of problems, right? He was very depressed. He was having gender identity problems. Yeah, I was wondering, so how old was Randy Stair? 24. He's a 24 year old guy. Mm -hmm. No other fame other than he did a YouTube channel. He did a YouTube, one of his channel, one of his stupid videos where he talks to like a horse or something got, I don't know, 900,000 plays or something. But like, 
and overall i think he got a few million on his on his channel but nothing in terms of like now, he's yeah. not like pewdiepie or, no, no. or uh, logan paul or any no. of those guys no but did he do like something similar like a you know, like was the video all about him and then he'd do the characters and the jump cuts and all that? There's two different types of videos that he did. Actually, there's, okay, there's three different types of videos that he did. He did videos where he's just him talking at the people and he's usually angry about something. So he's, he's usually, ranting. Yeah, ranting, ranting about something. Um, there are ones he did that were like about little skits about him. Um, and I could play one for you, and it's that one that I was sh oh, showing you is earlier. Is that the one with the whale? Yeah, where he gets okay. raped by a gay whale. Well, so, so the thing is with this Randy Stare, mm. it's like, I probably, like, if mm. this guy didn't commit the massacre mm. and didn't, like, you know, start talking about, mm. you know, uh, planning this murder and, like, how he's, he's, like, all souls are fair game and talking about suicide notes, we probably would never be discussing him. No. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So it's it's one of those weird uh, things where it's like it's something to talk about. We got to talk about something. But, but how, however, we now are playing it's, into you know. But I mean, he left the but he left behind so much material. Yeah, it kind I of mean, gives you a glimpse into just his troubled the, psyche. Not even counting all the stuff he had on his YouTube channel, the amount of media he left behind for people to look at, like the link he sent out right before he was going to kill everybody um, and himself. Seventeen hours. S 17 hours 17 video. hours of footage so I mean, it's just like I watched one of it just like him driving in his car talking about nonsense just like God. rambling about how he doesn't like anybody it's just like narcissistic like sad loser bullshit yeah well he honestly. seemed like a loner yeah. lived in his parents basement looked kind of like Adam Lanza but mm. I guess a little more hipper than Adam Lanza yeah and he obviously had some kind of gender identity disorder well Adam Lanza kind of looked like a rotundo this kid yeah, he's got right almost a bowl cut in you know? some pictures. Yeah, but you know how Adam Lanza kind of was skinny and he had those like kind of mm. sunken eyes. Yeah, this guy kind of has that too. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah. What, so what are his videos all about? Okay, here? so first we're, I'll, uh, we'll take a look at this one, which is um, it's called Amnesia Rape, and it's from his finale series, which. It's about him or something, you know. Amnesia it's the, best, rape. It's the best I can do. And again, this is like trying to wrap my brain around some of this shit. It's like weird millennial stuff that is hard for me to comprehend, even though I'm not, you know. Well, it's I, like 10 years of difference is like a might as well be 10,000 years of difference with some of this shit. Well, I don't think we're men. I don't think yeah. we're the, the demographic right. for this. Okay. Plus, there's so much shitty pop punk I've had to listen to. And, oh, and does he, going through this guy's materials no wonder no yeah. wonder yeah oh my god i want to die okay so here's this <laughs> no wonder he made these videos this thing here it's the pop punk you're a talking whale not just a talking whale a frisky one ah. and a horny one ah. <laughs> and a gay one ah! let me go let me go so to explain oh, this to the people who can't see it, All right, baby. Uh, there's a he's got it. There's a little toy frog who has captured him. He's live he's action. like tied up, yeah, right? tied into yeah, a, yeah, chair, yeah, a chair. And the frog is filming him. And then there's a big the guy with the deep voice is a is a killer whale. It's an orca, okay? yeah. yeah. So just a horny gay orca. Yeah. Not to be raped by a stop right there. Oh, I know what you like. You like my dick in the butthole! No! 
He's about to get raped by this whale. Just if you're gonna see anything, I feel like this is important to see. It's graphic, and it goes on. And there's the thing. Yeah, so that's So you're telling there. me you weren't high on mushrooms when you were watching this, these videos. Oh, I was just watching this. Uh, no, I was definitely high when I was watching this the <laughs> other day. Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, did, I didn't watch all this shit until recently when I was like, oh, let's do an episode on this kid, you know? Yeah, um, you know, I never knew anything about yeah. this kid. I remember, I remember the uh, the incident at the Weiss supermarket, but I just, yeah, never really paid much attention to him. And he's a weird guy. Yeah. So the one thing I was reading about that I was wondering, what is this Ember's Ghost Squad all about? I keep seeing like these videos. He talks about EGS and okay. Ember's Ghost Squad. What what is this all Let about? Let me play a clip from um, one of his. He used to, he was an animator. He used to animate these little. So, so the, he had a job other no, than the supermarket. No, no, that's not his job. Oh, it, this he did is that the stuff fun. he put out on his on his YouTube channel. Okay, so right, he did, right. he made those stupid videos like the ones with the the fucking stuffed whale that you would think a twelve year old might do, but, but he was actually twenty one. Sh- but isn't that the same shit like Logan Paul and Pretty all those much. guys do? It's yeah. very similar. Yeah, it's like those YouTube personalities. You know, it's a thin line between you know utter destruction and <laughs> complete awesome success with a mansion and high fives and Lamborghinis. You know, you never it's a know. Real thin line. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, so he would also animate this, these little cartoons too. So here's a little clip from one of them. You stupid human! You're always getting in my way. So there's like these goth-looking chicks are ghosts, and they go around killing people to recruit them into the afterlife. Is that really necessary, Celesta. Is your existence really necessary? Uh, I, I don't... Sydney, do you even know what your purpose is in this squad? To live in peace and harmony for all eternity? You are, without a doubt, the dumbest soul to have ever been forced out of a birth canal! Come on, Celesta, I try. Alright, that's, you know, so that's, I, that's as much as we're gonna get out of that, that, you know. It, it's in... in Go ahead. Well, it's based on another, an existing anime, right? Yeah. Called Danny's Phantom. You brace yourself to try to wrap your head around this, this little nugget here. Um, So there's a show uh, called Danny Phantom, which was like a Nickelodeon cartoon in the, I don't know, the aughts. Let's say the mid aughts. I've never heard of that either. Okay. Well, I, but they look what. so similar. I've never seen Danny Phantom. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. It was a little after my time. But um, yeah, it was about some kid that's, I don't know, he's half human, half ghost or something. And he's in school. He's in middle school or high school or whatever. And he tries, there are like ghosts that attack the town or the school. And he has to foil them. You oh, know. so he has to like fight the yeah, ghosts yeah. or whatever. And there's apparently two episodes of this show throughout its, I don't know, it was a few seasons of the show um, that featured a character called Ember McLean who was a girl who, I don't know, in the 80s or 90s or something, she died in a fire. She wanted. She was an aspiring rock star, rock singer or whatever, and she mm-hmm. died in a fire. And so is she all punk rock looking or something? Yeah, she's all punk rock looking. Like those girls that we just heard in oh, that okay. video, they're like emo looking goth chicks. All that, right, they're right. all from the squad. They're all in the squad, you know? So um, Ember McLean she would like play she came as a ghost to Danny Phantom school and she would play, she played some song called remember me 
Was it um, pop punk? No, oh, okay. it wasn't. But it was like some ballad, and it hypnotizes the kids. Basically, it hypnotizes the kids, and she's like trying to get them to come into the after to die and to come into the afterlife with her. And Danny Phantom is immune to their her siren song because he's half ghost. You know, this so doesn't sound that her. bad. It, it sounds interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, it sounds better than uh, My Little Pony or whatever. You know. Well, he was also a brony, Randy, Randy Stare. I'm not surprised yeah, okay, that Randy yeah. Stare was, was a brony because yeah. he looks like it. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was a real edgelord, that kid, let me tell you. An edgelord. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically he saw that episode and it spoke to him. Actually, I think I have a little clip of of him talking about. So how he watched this Danny Phantom. He's inspired. Yeah, let me play this little clip here. So. People, I just kept looking at her, and it's like she got it. She understood me. I understood her. We had feelings for each other. And no, just so you know, he's talking about a character who appears twice in a fucking Nickelodeon cartoon. A Nickelodeon yeah, cartoon. Okay. Yeah. It just. I gotta say, it, he sounds a bit like Schlitzie. He sounds a lot like Schlitzie. <laughs> yeah, like he really like, does. A yeah. lot of guys yeah. who question you know, their their gender identity, right. they sound a lot like Schlitzie. Yeah. It was way more than just a simple connection. It was life-changing. And this is just a static 2D flattened image on a screen, you know? And I just, I went into a zone that I had never really been in before. Nothing seemed to matter. It was just like a magical dark place. And it was a dark place. It wasn't happy sunshine rainbow stuff. It was a dark and depressing place. And Ember just, I felt like I could trust her. I felt like we had known each other before. An animated character. Yes. Yeah. I just felt like... Millennials. (laughs) I could have been her in a way. Yeah. Oh my god. There you go. So, and there's and and that's just a little like a minute and a, half, a minute long clip of him talking about it. There's probably four hours of him talking about basically expressing that same sentiment. So was this guy on the spectrum? I'm, it, it, I'm skeptical at him, of the he, spectrum being a thing, but yeah, probably. He seems yeah. kind of uh, you mm-hmm. know the autistic type, right? I mean, especially just because, I mean, it's like to become this like infatuated with a cartoon to the point where it's like you, you know, become divorced from reality. Yes. Like, I mean, it's that's what I don't understand. And and it's like the like the song she sings. Remember me that like remember how Elliot Rogers would listen to fucking like like, Steve Winwood, Higher Love, you know, all the time. He would listen to that song all the time from a cartoon. Yeah, all the time. Wow. Yeah. So did this, was this guy, did he see this female character as his like female avatar? Because I mean, he had yes. a gender identity. Did he, did he want to transition into her? Um, yes. I mean, he, de- that definitely was part of it. He made his own, because um, he believed like his cartoon Ember's Ghost Squad was basically, he took a character from a pre-existing thing and he made it into like she has a squad of female gothy ghosts who are all 10 feet tall for some reason who go around and recruit living people into the afterlife so he made his own character in this squad called okay. Andrew Blaze which is a which is a girl but it's named Andrew you know 
So, oh wait, his Andrew Blaze character, yeah. which is his online pseudonym. Yeah. Did, did he use that name? And he made you? a whole, he, there's a whole wiki just about Ember's Ghost Squad that I'm getting this information from. There's so much media about this shit, it makes me want to fucking burn myself but alive. It's, it's still kind of amazing that this guy yeah. would do so much work on this and no one noticed it. <laughs> like, I mean, he only had like 11,000 views yeah. on a couple of his, and that video that you showed before right. with the well, whale. Well, and that's only because people uh, well, he wa- watched it after he killed people. Yeah. Yeah. So notoriety. Yeah, I mean, and so he became one of these stupid... When he died, he became part of the ghost squad. He became this Andrew Blaze girl that, you know, that's what happened. So, like, it, like he... And, and not only that, but this whole... He, this is almost kind of a religion to him. This, you know, he explains this it here EGS, in some of these clips. Ghost yeah, squad. I have some clips here. I was physically sent here to spread this cause... Start this cult. And whatever happens, happens. Like everything you've ever known about religion is a lie. It's not just a heaven on the other side. There's dimensions and dimensions of different squads. I mean, he's such a compelling presence. It's hard to imagine why this didn't catch up on. Anywhere. You know, he's really. You know, if you've had a friend pass away, it doesn't mean they went up to heaven. Yeah, that I could totally see Boner villain doing something like this, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. Went to another dimension. Got recruited by a squad somewhere where he was destined to be all along. Like all these things happen for a reason. Here's another one. It's like me. I feel like I was meant to be. I was meant to die young. It's always meant to die young. And I wish I could have died as a teenager, but I, just, I couldn't do it then. There's plenty of dimensions besides this one and the afterlife. There's so yeah, many dimensions. The brony it dimension. goes on forever. <laughs> there, it's like, it's endless. <clears throat> and then all these dimensions exist, different squads where your soul ends up. And how you get there is by these squads recruiting you. They analyze you on a daily basis. They scout for these souls. And when they find ones that fit their interest... You know, fit their traits and description. They recruit you. He might be talking about when fit their interests. Like, remember how, like, Freddy Krueger would kill you based on your interests? Remember that? Yeah, like, if you're like, so you like baseball, huh? Well, batter up, you know? Maybe it was like that kind of thing. (laughs) This guy had no friends. Yeah, he had no, he made friends. He made, created these friends. Okay, these animated characters were his, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, imaginary friends. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> did he have parents? Because I'm assuming he lived in his parents. He probably still lived with his parents. He did, but he had like a secret kind of life that he kept secret from them. Was it just, did he have like a sign that said keep out on the door to the basement? I think basement? so, yeah, yeah. I wonder if like... I mean, he was 24, he lived at home. And it's like, it's Scranton. It's not like it's that hard to fucking get enough money to find an apartment or something. Yeah, I you mean, know? he could have, he could have. But he didn't, out, but... like, they didn't know that he was... He was of a questionable gender. I don't even know what to say. Gender non-binary or something. He was, I think he wanted to be transgender, but he couldn't get up the courage to do it or whatever. I don't know. It's Did he dress up as a woman in these videos? He wore some uh, female clothes, like when no one else was around kind of thing. Oh, okay. All and right, he talks right. about that to some degree. I have some more clips if you want to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I read this uh, yeah. online diatribe that he mm. wrote that says, I have no regrets for what I may do or what I may have done. I am who I am, and no fucking human shit can take that away from me. I'm an EGS recruit 
you worthless fucking humans. One day, you'll see things my way, especially when our ghost squad invades your pathetic, putrid planet and become our slaves for the rest of your lives. I will not stop. I will not change. I will not cover. I will fight for the squad and do what I've set out to do. I'm Andrew fucking Blaze. Yeah. So he really was like very into this. Yeah. Like he was very gung-ho. Yeah. Very enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, like when he put out that big, long, fucking giant media fire, like seven gig fucking link, um, you know, he said, uh, you know, unfortunately, by the time most of you read this, I will be dead. I will die at age 24 and I will be where I truly belong in the EGS. So he also had, this is what he had to say about his like gaining a following and having a following. I love being the center of attention. Although I'm not very vocal sometimes, but I love people focusing on me. I love being looked up upon. I love attention. And I love it. I just, I fucking love it. Yeah. I love having a fan base that just eats up what I put out. I'd kill to have more. I just, you can never have enough. I know it's just like. You can never have enough, Dave. That's the thing. He just, to me, he sounds like a typical narcissistic millennial. Pretty much. You know, like upset because his YouTube videos, his Instagram stories aren't getting enough views. And here's the, here's the, uh, one of the craziest parts. Zero sympathy for this fuck. No, you shouldn't. It's, he's he's awful. Or she's awful. I don't know if we should be saying he or she. I'm not really sure. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I, I feel like the, the, you know, uh, you did say one of the things in his uh, stupid uh, suicide note manifesto thing, it said, it's time for me to shed this putrid host of flesh and bones forever and forever live on in the EGS. I'm a girl who's been trapped in a man's body for two and a half decades and I need to get the hell out. I don't belong on this planet, nor have I ever. I need to die and I'm taking whomever I can down with me. Okay. So I feel like the, the fact the transgender thing is kind of a red herring in his whole deal. Because the reason he killed people really didn't have anything to do with that from, from everything I've studied about him. It had to do with the fact that he was dis, people disappointed him for not liking his shitty, stupid media. That's kind and of what people, I think. It's... And th- this is interesting. There, he, you know, he did a lot. Animation's hard work. I studied animation in school. It's, it's, it's very hard to do. It takes a long time. And it's like the stuff he did, it's like, yeah, he wasn't great at it, but it was like he could do it. It's also an original. You know? I mean, he's taking it's like fanfic. Yeah, it's based basically on this fanfic, but it's like cartoon. They don't like because of how intertwined like cosplay and fan fiction is in with the general culture. They don't see it as like they don't they see it as like the same as like if you were to write a novel about something original. Yeah, yeah. They like they don't they make no distinction. And this is interesting. He gets so upset. I guess he like talks to people on forums and he meets animators sometimes who are like, yeah, we'll help you do, we'll help you make your next video. We'll, we're a fan. And they wouldn't generally because it's like, A, they have their own shit to work on to make money and he wasn't paying them. And this is his, his uh, statement to them. To all the people who screwed me over on this video and left me hanging, fuck you. To all the animators who agreed to help and shoved me aside as if I didn't even matter, fuck you. To all the worthless people with the blah, 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 blah. To everyone who agreed to help in general and made me feel like I didn't even matter, fuck you. Um, and, and that's what he, he basically has this like entitled attitude, you know? 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a typical, like when you gen, you know, the the uh, just the the typical representation of a millennial. Yeah, it's like it's like this narcissist doesn't want to work, wants to be famous for just nothing. Exactly, like putting out you know YouTube videos, banal YouTube videos, or like you know unoriginal copies of another uh, existing animated uh, show. You're putting out your own copy of that, your replica of that, and you expect people to be like, oh my God, you're brilliant. Yeah, and this is what he says. The animator is just pushing me aside for, quote, more important work. And by that, he probably means work that were their own projects or work they were at maybe getting paid for, you know? So yeah, they were more important. So, this is yeah, random. Exactly, it's, yeah. your, uh, your for, fan for more project. important work, when I was able to pay you by your outrageous or unable to pay you by your outrageous fucking rates, just fucking die. I'm going to be fucking dead by the time you see this video. Congratulations. You fucking blew it. So he's blaming his killing spree on the animators who didn't help him make his video for free. Exactly. Yeah. And the, and the fact that, it, that, cause that's the thing. If mm -hmm. this guy did become like, it had Logan Paul or PewDiePie's mm -hmm. video viewing numbers, I don't think he would have been this suicidal, this depressed and this much of an angry loner. Yeah. I mean, he almost kind of wishes he was that kid that wanted to like, you know, remember that kid that had that breakdown about people teasing or making fun of Britney? Britney yes. Spears? Yeah. 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 It reminds me of yeah. that kid. Um, uh, so part of the thing is with him, I think is he, Obviously wasn't going to be famous because his videos weren't, or he wasn't achieving the numbers that he wanted with his YouTube videos. He yeah. wasn't achieving the fame he wanted with his, his, this animated show. So the next thing you know, he starts writing suicide notes and he's like, I'm going to become a spree killer and that's what's going to make me famous. Yes. It's almost like the Columbine guys, which is why he's infatuated with them. Yeah. He literally, I mean, he literally says that is like, oh, this is, my numbers didn't meet what I wanted to. So this is how I'll become famous. Like that was his plan. His last he, resort. Here's what he has to say about the Columbine. It just, it changed so much for me. I honestly cannot believe how much Columbine has influenced me and changed me. It's really insane. And I don't know what it is about it. There's been so many mass shootings over the years or catastrophic events and all this. And for some reason, Columbine just feels different compared to everything else. And I don't know. I guess I can just relate to it a lot in a way. But Yeah. Why do you, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think this kid could relate to the, those two guys, Dylan Klebold and the other guy? I forget the guy's name. I think in the same way, because I think, honestly, I think everybody can relate to those two guys. Not in the fact of killing people, but in the same way of, like, feeling, feeling like, you know, like everyone does when they're a fucking teenager. Like, everyone's against it, you. It, it's and almost you're, that you know, raging id. Yeah, that yeah. That you're just allowed to unleash. And we all think about it. Yeah. But we would never do it. And yeah. so the... And I think what he brought up is an interesting point because we were talking about this earlier. Because that's the thing you learn about high school later. It's like all the people that you thought were like having a great time and, and like giving you a hard time, they were also having a fucking hard time. Yeah. You know, that's generally the thing you learn later on is it's like, like actually everybody was oppressed in some way or another generally. And there's like a reason know. for their insecurities is why right. they probably teased you and made names. It's yeah. like, you know, and, and then look at their, look at what they, what became of their lives. It's right. like, you know what? Mm. That's one, one thing about high school. It's like, instead of getting revenge and mm. shooting everybody up, just let them live their lives. Right. And wait till they're like 40 with like three kids and they live in a trailer park and they have nothing left other than that one homecoming dance. Yeah. You know, it's like that. I think life alone is revenge enough. Um, but this this kid though, he I mean, he was like he idolized these guys. 
Yeah, yeah. The Columbine shooting. And I think part of it is what we were talking about before. There were mass shootings before 1999. Right. I mean, there were not as yeah. many, but I think it was the first mass shooting in the internet age. Yeah, the first one that occurred during the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. You know? So it's like, oh, you know, we're going to pour through their journals and their fucking, like, you know, fan fiction about the computer game Doom and all their exactly. little drawings and shit. This is his little thing about sexual identity, just going into that for a second. I know the surrealness of all this is probably creeping in right now with you thinking, I'm watching him right now, and he's dead, you know? Today's April 4th, 2017, (laughs) and I have just over five months to live. It's looking like September 7th is going to be the day, the night, rather, and here I am in 10th grade. It was a really rough year. And this was during the time when something started to change with me, which is also when you start going through puberty and stuff. And I had a very high voice throughout most of my life. And in 10th, I would say the very end of 10th grade is when it finally started to get a little deeper. But what was also weird was I found myself wearing women's clothing from found my mom's closet. And I just loved it. And I couldn't explain the feeling. It just felt... It just felt like right in a way. It's very hard to explain, but it wasn't like I was gay because I knew I didn't like guys. I never was attracted to guys. I was always attracted to girls in high school. I would always be looking at their legs or at their chest, at their hair, at their eyes, at their crotch, you know, what you do as I got. Yeah. So, and, and it's a weird thing is, is like throughout my life, I never had a girlfriend, nor did I ever go out on a single date. Hmm. Pretty sure he's a virgin. Uh, I never had the desire or urge to be in a relationship. I hated making friends in general. So as you go through all this material, a lot of it's just like showing, you know, he's he's rambling and he's showing ways like he's a victim and whatever. But it's like, it's not like he ever made an effort to like live as a woman. Like yeah, if he wanted I mean, to go embrace the, he never actually made an effort to do that. He never made an effort to like get better in terms of depression um, he just put every all his hopes into this stupid internet channel, and then when it didn't go, he's like, "Oh well, I'll become famous in a different way after death." Like the Columbine killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, to, and to be honest, it's like mm. he failed as an online YouTube personality. Right. He failed as an animator, and he failed as a spree killer. He killed yeah. three people. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's talk about that. So mm. what, what happened with that mass shooting, murder, suicide? He just went to the supermarket. Mm. that he worked at mm. and he i guess he had been working since like around 11 and then at 12 50 a.m he grabbed two pistol grip shotguns that he had brought with him in a duffel bag yep i don't know where he got those from i don't know were they his parents or something or i don't know if they, but i mean he like would cock the shotgun. you know yeah but he, yeah. wouldn't he like cock the shotguns in the video yeah there's a lot of videos of him fucking around with guns much, much like boner villain right yeah. <laughs> yeah um but so he brought these two pistol grip shotguns and uh, he barricaded everybody in the in the supermarket, mm. and there weren't that many people even left at this point at twelve fifty a.m. It's like the late shift, mm. and so that's th- these are the people I feel sympathy for the victims. Oh, they yeah. had to, first of all, you had to work with this guy, mm. which must have been awful. And second, you get shoot. So he killed three people: Terry Lee Sterling, sixty-three years old; Victoria Todd Bronx, she's only twenty-six; yep. and a forty-seven-year-old man man named Brian Hayes. Yep. And he shot co-workers. Yeah. Yeah. He shot his coworkers. Yeah. And then he killed himself. Yep. 
And the, the crazy thing is, I read here a little stat that he shot 59 shots during the entire rampage, but yet only killed three people in himself. That's weird, because it's a shotgun, right? I yeah. mean, how many... You have to reload a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like This is what he said about his ammo and stuff. Um, yeah, so... Bought some shooting gloves, and they'll be here any day now. Bought a like a fanny pack bag holder for shells, and a <laughs> holster for the shotgun. Um, Did he wear a, like I'm a dress? Maybe by the end of no. summer, I'll buy a second one um, for when I do the deed. Second shotgun. The supermarket. So, because he was afraid of like one ju- gun jamming, jamming, so he got up. a second one just in case. You know, but I mean, it's like because he wanted not- to be able to kill himself. If, if you want to make yourself famous as a spree killer, you kind of have to do what the guy did in Las Vegas. Or you got to go, go to like a, a mall or something or an elementary school if you want to be like Adam Lanza. I don't think anyone's going to notice three people killed in the supermarket. I mean, he was also said that I'm going to do my best to come back in my ghost form. So I don't yeah. know if he was like, you know, you could maybe like I tried to get in his head by watching some of the, you know, watching a lot of the videos and it just. It's just a bunch of fucking noise, man. You know? <laughs> um, it really is. Yeah, I've, I've read a couple interviews with some of his friends who was like, wow, mm. several hours ago, an online friend of mine, because he had online friends. Mm. He didn't actually have real... Like, no, he didn't. Yeah, actual yeah. human friends. He, this guy wrote, Randy Stare was a rather attractive young man who many people loved. Over the past couple of years, his bef- behavior had become more and more atypical of his former persona. He'd grown increasingly aloof towards his friends as well as increasingly grim in his attitude. Mm. And that's when he started making these suicide tapes and then talking about it at length, how mm. he was going to commit a spree murder. Right. But yet no one thought to even mention anything to like the authorities or anything. Well, he didn't actually release any of that shit until it... I, oh, until it was too late? Until, yeah, he put uh, it out on the link. That's, that's what those videos are from. But, I mean, he made a lot of dark material. He made a lot of videos about massacre. He made a, One of his movies is about a high school massacre... You know, and that has the stupid ghost girls in it, and it's this whole thing, you know. But I mean, essentially, the reason why he did this is because he was like, um, I wish my channels exploded with viewership in my yeah. nine years. It was with decent views, but I was always on the outside looking in compared to popular channels. You know, try yeah. doing a podcast for 13 <laughs> years, okay? And then two girls can yeah. come on talking about the sex that they had on Tinder the night before. Right. And they'll have, like, I don't know. 10 times our listenership. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not killing anybody. Well, he said, I was just never meant to be famous while I was alive. Yeah, well, you're not that famous while you're yeah. dead either. No, you I don't think many people know about you. But so, I don't know, maybe we need to kill ourselves or something. Yeah, you know? or, yeah. but mm. if, you know, if I plan to do a spree shooting, I would right. definitely do something a lot more, I don't know, extraordinary than that. Well, I mean, if you look, at his, if you look at his content... It's kind of in line with his content. Yeah. You know, in terms of, of like mediocrity, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's all pretty mediocre. There's one video, I couldn't find it, but I remember hearing about it when I first covered the, when I first read about the case where he flips out on people for like not understanding why he's using a pre existing character instead of creating his own character, <laughs> where he doesn't even understand what their fucking point is and he gets so upset about it. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, could, I wish good. I could have found that are, one. All those videos are still online on YouTube. Uh, generally, you yeah, they've been putting. They, yes, uh, his original thing, which is like I think it's called Pioneer Productions, um, that's still that's still up there. Believe it or not, 
Wow. So, yeah, yeah. That's still up this there. This is what happens when you're a sad brony with gender identity issues. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be famous so bad yeah. that you're willing to go do a very weak, lackluster spree shooting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I think, you know, it's important to kind of understand that, like, I don't think the fact that he was trans or gender non-binary or whatever had any really anything to do with why he killed people. If you look at his shit, it's more... He talks about that more just as to so you feel sorry for him. It's mostly because he wanted people to know his name. Yeah, I think, you I know? think that's what it is, and so. that's the that's the problem with the uh, with the online culture, social yeah. media, and everything. Or he wanted them to like because he he kind of puts out a call in a suicide note for like oh make you know keep making my content like keep you know he couldn't get animators to work on his shit when he was alive so maybe in death but nobody did you know because <laughs> no it's one stupid, cares because it's yeah. shitty and it's dumb. <laughs> it's not even you that know? yeah so, it's like it's not even know. that good it's not even original so <laughs> well there you go that's yeah, the andrew uh, blaze yeah that's now the life he's, of andrew blaze and now he's a 10 foot tall female ghost <laughs> in a squad so, in the squad you yeah, know, lure chasing, you into the afterlife chasing Pac-Man Bibble's episode 670 here is sick and wrong uh, we have new stories coming up next uh, but first here's a word about uh, our Patreon page do you need more sick and wrong in your life do you need one more news story to make you feel normal are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here uh, is actually very similar to a story we've done in the past. But most of the time when this has happened, it's been with a male protagonist. This time mm. it's a female. Uh, Pearlin, Texas woman accused of having hoax condition for sexual gratification. Mm. Police said a 29-year-old woman pretended to be a made-up twin sister with autism when she engaged in sexually oriented conduct with a caregiver in order to carry out this hoax for uh, her own sexual gratification. Which is odd. Like, you know, she's not a... If you look at a picture of her, we'll post a picture on the site. She's not that attractive of a lady. What's her name? How, uh, her name is uh, Rachel Childs. Okay. Um, she's not mm. that attractive of a lady, but mm. she's not unattractive enough that she couldn't have sex with somebody. Right. You know, that, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, do you, do you remember we did that story about that Mexican man who was pretending to be a rotundo and he kind of looked like he had Down syndrome? I and believe then, so, yes. Yeah, and the same thing when uh, mm. he was getting bathed by the women, he would have like a you know, boner. And so then the women were like, okay, <laughs> something's mm. going on here. And then they realized he wasn't an actual rotundo. He was just a very like... You know, just a very low IQ. I'm putting the picture of her up here on the, yeah. on the screen. And so you look at her yeah. and it's like, I don't know. Yeah, she's not. She kind of reminds me of that uh, the woman that texted that guy like ten thousand times. Oh, that woman's way more attractive. Yeah, than this she's lady. more attractive. Than that Come lady, on, yeah. I've seen her. She had a really nice Instagram. <laughs> Come on. So according to uh, the Pearlin Police Department, Rachel Childs faces charges of burglary of a habitation with intent to commit assault and indecent exposure. Uh, they say the incident happened on uh, in uh, December this past uh, in twenty eighteen. She hired a caretaker for her fake sister 
through care.com. She basically went online, solicited care for her, quote, special needs sister, left a small bit of instructions to pick her up, to pick up her special needs sister and take her back to the caregiver's home for a period of time. Mm. So what I'm wondering, do you think she purposely just kind of went through this list of caregivers and been like, yeah, that one's attractive. I'll try that one. Mm. Like pick one. Yes, probably. Because yesterday we were driving to dinner and we were in a lift and the lift driver was saying how like a few nights prior so i guess on last thursday he ended up uh picking up this group of cougars like uh, some like 40 you know mid 40 year old mm. women that were out partying and one of them uh he she was the last one to get dropped off and she was like and he was you know kind of chatting with her said she was kind of attractive she's like why don't you call me when you get for work and he's like oh well, it's probably gonna be you know around 1 a.m she's like i'll be up Hmm. And so, yeah, he like called her, went over to her house, and uh, sure enough, had sex. That never happened and, to me when I was a lift But you know driver. what's funny is, uh, hmm. I was talking to my girlfriend about this, she has a friend, same exact scenario, which makes me wonder if this lady, you know, will just go pick out different lift drivers. Sa- almost exact same scenario. Okay. I don't know, maybe not. That lady you, you're talking about, the cougar? Yeah. Oh, Like, okay. maybe that's her thing. Yeah. It's like if you don't get mm-hmm. laid by, you know, 1 o'clock or one thirty or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, she just goes online and just probably is like, oh, that guy's unattractive. Because there's pictures. You don't get to choose your Lyft driver. Yeah, but I thought you'd choose one, and if it's like a, an unattractive, you cancel the ride, choose another. I guess so. I mean, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And the picture's um, very small. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. she was doing something similar. So she didn't have a real sister. Not even, no, it's not she even made a, up a fake sister, made okay. a fake sister with autism. Mm. So what, uh, what happened here, she solicited a caregiver to service her twin who she allegedly claimed had severe autism. Mm. She asked the caregiver to take her made up sister to her, to her home where she promised to arrive later. And that's what I don't understand. Like, how would that even work? Like this whole premise almost seems like something out of like a, I don't know, an 80s sitcom. It's like mm. you're saying I have a twin sister who has severe autism. So that means you would have to pretend to be the twin sister, get taken to the caregiver's home. And then you're saying that you would show up later to pick her up. You know, I've I've exhausted all of my mental gymnastics with, <laughs> with, with Andrew Blaze's <laughs> fucking team of girl ghosts. All right. I just feel logistically mm. that uh, it would be impossible to pull this off. Right. With the Unless she had another person who would come over and corroborate it with her. Like, be, be like, oh, yeah, I'm picking up this twin, the, the sister. Right. Because uh, unless, I don't know what she's going to do, like kind of walk out and come back and be like, oh, hi. Yeah. I'm the twin. Hi, <laughs> and then he's like, come back and, <laughs> and just, just be like, like oh, oh, hey, hello. I'm here to pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, investigators say that she uh, pretended to be that sister with autism mm. and engaged in sexually oriented conduct towards the female caretaker. Mm. Okay. I think that's the problem. Mm. I think that's the problem because I bet you male nurses would have mm. been like, all right, why not? Get a blowjob from an autistic woman. I don't care. I, I would hope not. I so, don't know. You know? Think, about a, think about that girl in the coma okay. in Arizona. Well, I mean, just, I mean, professional, you know, I, ethics, I, I imagine right? professional ethics. Okay. Yeah. You wouldn't want to do this, but I'm saying if and you also, like, just look statistically, okay. who would be more likely to get a blowjob from an autistic lady, a male nurse or a female nurse? And I guess we, we got to really, you got to really narrow down the definition of autism. You also, cause there's the autism where it's like they have the mind of a 10 year old, in which case that would not be, um, you know, yeah, that would be legally kind of, that would be kind of or morally sound. 
Or it could just be like, oh yeah, you know, she she just sits around making animation, you know, animated she, videos about fucking ghost girls and she can't talk to people. She just counts that's scrabble pieces. Yes, yeah, that's a different kind of autism. I'm thinking Rain you know? Man autism. Okay, that's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah, I'm going right. to go ahead and say that. Um, didn't Tom Cruise get the get a blowjob from him in that movie? It's been a while since <laughs> yes, I've seen yeah, it. Yes, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a weird scene. Um, so ah, the, ah, ah. <laughs> uh-oh, fart. Yeah. Inappropriate contact made during the alleged diaper changes and during the bathing is uh, what tipped this nurse off that something was awry. So what, what do you think happened here? She was being bathed mm. by a female nurse. Mm-hmm. Was she grabbing, like groping this woman? It doesn't, it doesn't she was naked. It doesn't really specify. Mm. It just says inappropriate contact made yeah. during bathing. Probably, probably doing like the, like the Don Draper finger blast kind of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, over, just you finger know? blasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you say you're severely autistic, maybe it's just like that's how your hands move yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, police said Childs is the twin came on to the caregiver uh, the caregiver became suspicious when the suspect did not reflect behavior of someone with autism. Can you stop saying it's a twin? Because it's not a twin. <laughs> it's not a twin. All right. Yeah. She was pretending okay. to be the twin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, so that, that's the thing. The, the coming on to the caregiver. Yeah. And she said that doesn't reflect the behavior with autism. How would she know? How do people with autism hit on you? I don't know. What yeah. we, that's right. I wish they would go into more detail about yeah. like, was she twerking? I don't know. Yeah. Like what, what happened? Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it's uh, how someone with autism hits on you. is probably just like, you know, they point at a spot on the ceiling and then cry. You know, that's generally, <laughs> that's yeah, thing. I think that's generally their, um, their romantic technique. So uh, what the caregiver found out that uh, she was an only child and that she didn't have a twin sister. Mm. And so she reported to the police. Mm. And uh, she was, uh, the investigators found that she was per- perpetrating a hoax for sexual gratification. It was actually pretending to be autistic, mm. which I imagine would be, because remember the other guy was pretending to have Down syndrome. Mm. I think that would be more difficult than pretending to be autistic. Yes. Okay. I think, sure. Okay. Well, no, I mean, like, I couldn't pretend to have Down syndrome. I don't think I could pull that off. Sure. I mean, you could just say you have whatever. Autism? Yeah. I mean, you could say you have autism and you no one's going to test you. You could say you're mentally retarded. You could get, say that. Well, yeah, but that's offensive. Are you allowed to say mentally retarded yes, anymore? Yes, that's a legitimate thing to say. You're not allowed to say yes, that. Yes, you are. You, you have to say, like, developmentally disabled. I don't think you're allowed to say mentally retarded anymore. Oh, yeah. No, the, <laughs> like, the, if you're pretending to be mentally retarded, you, you got to really be careful with how you say it. You don't want to do something offensive while you're trying to fucking pretend to be somebody who's well, retarded for you, sex. You really got you really don't want to fucking say something offensive when well, you're doing you that, be like, when you're committing a crime. Well, I'm just wondering, like, how method she was is what okay. I'm wondering. All right. Like, was she just kind mm. of like... I mean, it's a legitimate term. Mental retardation is a fucking term. I think that was in like the DSM three. I don't know if DSM five still says that. Or we're gonna get whatever into the fucking now. DSM volume thing. Well, I'm push, uh, You know, you I'm can't throw say that to feeble-minded anymore. You yeah, know? you can't say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't say trainable. I don't think you're allowed to say simpleton. <laughs> Are you allowed anymore. to say trainable anymore? You could say uh, a moon-faced simpleton. <laughs> That's something you could say about somebody, but you can't say a trainable. Yeah, have you ever what heard that? that? I have this. Uh, I have this amazing uh, these uh, videos. I, I think I have them all on DVD. They came out. I don't know, like the '90s. Mm. Random Records put them out. Mm. But there was a video called like T 
teaching trainables about sex. Mm. And it's like, basically they had a lot of rotundos in a room and it's sex education for rotundos. You ever seen that video? Wow, no. I'll have to watch, you have to, <laughs> you have to borrow that. <laughs> <laughs> It's very disturbing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. My God. And the guy's like, mm. I remember the, the narrator, it's from mm. like 1972 or something or 71. Mm. He was just like, trainables mm. also have sexual impulses. And there was a show like, you know, the, the, the caregiver in like a room with them, like the instructor's mm. like, you know, this is a penis. Mm. And you just see one of them just like furiously masturbating under her dress. And she's just like, Eleanor, stop. Not supposed to do that. Wow. Yeah. He's just wow. like, trainables also like to masturbate. Are you sure this wasn't a Werner Herzog film? It's, it's almost like that. I'll okay. loan it to you. I'll go through uh, after the show. You know, for like 15 years ago, I broke into this uh, abandoned school in Rhode Island, which was called the, the Lad School for the Feeble-Minded. <laughs> <laughs> Which you was broke like, into it? Yeah, well, I broke in because it was like abandoned. It was like it's haunted or whatever by the ghosts of rotundos. Or oh my god, I can past, just imagine rotundos you know? and straight jackets. Yeah, it was that kind of deal. Wow. Um, did, you, did you find your ghost squad? Uh, luckily, no. <laughs> just Harrison and a gang of ghost rotundos. <laughs> and that's when I knew I wanted to be one of them. Um, yeah. What did you find in there? Did nothing. Have, I nothing? just kind of, yeah. we spooked ourselves out walking around because you're in basically like a fucking, you know, kindergarten that's fucking pitch for black adults. in the middle of the night. Yeah. For yeah. And there's just like toys and weird shit. That's some creepy and you just, shit. I was only in there for 10 minutes and then I just like ran out like because <laughs> an owl hooted or some <laughs> bullshit, you know? Imagine like there probably yeah. was a hobo sleeping yeah. in there or something. Um, the uh, company Care.com said that they closed Child's account and have blacklisted her um, from further use, mm. uh, which uh, made me think of my, you know, my brother was banned from Grindr this past <laughs> week for kind of the same reason. For pretending to be a rotundo? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know exactly. I don't know all the details. So I'm kind of throwing this out there, but mm. I talked to him mm. He's really, really upset about it. He is irate. He wants to like pursue legal action against Grinder. Apparently, some guy reported him mm. for something. And no. I don't know if it was like a suggestive comment, maybe made a drug reference. Something happened where my mm. brother like said something. This guy reported him. And my brother's banned for life. Not like Facebook, ninety days. Well, banned he could just for get life. A new phone, you know. Yeah, I guess yeah. he could. But he paid for like uh, the I don't know some like. VIP grinder membership or something. <laughs> He's not getting his money back. Well, yeah. I told him that, uh, well, I asked him, I was like, would you come on the show to talk about it? And he said, not right now because he's dealing with their community guidelines people. What did they accuse him of? I think it was like something like making a drug reference that this guy reported him for. Oh, like he was saying, why don't you come over? I party favor, something like that. And so, isn't that the, what the whole thing is? Isn't it, that like the whole isn't that thing? That the, the whole yeah. purpose of Grinder is yeah. to like you're a a gay man who's high on meth and you're horny, yeah. and you're trying to find other gay men also high on meth and horny. That's isn't like a, the purpose? Arresting a duck for swimming or something, you know? <laughs> well, anyway, we're yeah. I'm hoping in the future that uh, mm. we can have him on. Mm. That would be great, though, if my brother was uh, pretending to be a, a severely autistic man, mm. a gay man on Grinder. <laughs> he was found out. Um, I think it's one of those things where I, I think if you're a, 
I don't know, ethically sketchy lesbian, it's probably hard to meet women. Yeah. They, Whereas they, if you're your brother, it's still pretty easy to meet gay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. you could so, easily. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even look go. at my brother. He still gets laid. Mm. My yeah. brother goes to the gym and doesn't work out. He just hangs out in the shower, mm. gets blowjobs. But <laughs> now he doesn't like to do it because it's like a four-block walk. And <laughs> <laughs> Grinder, they just come to his house. And they don't have cake there. Yeah, there's no donuts. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I think this woman... You know, that, that's the thing. I think if she was mm. having sex with men and male caretakers, it might have actually, mm. there'd be better odds because mm. I think female care, I don't think a woman is going to be like, what are you doing? Mm. I don't know. I don't think a woman would be more inclined to engage in sexual contact with you in this scenario, mm. but who knows? Men are disgusting creatures. Um, this woman here from the autism, uh, no, it's a Houston counseling center called Intelligent Solutions for Families. She said this action exploits such a vulnerable population. It determines the credibility of not only those who experience autism, but that of potential employers and institutions of higher education who would help them. Mm. So, yeah, this woman, uh, and please suspect that she has deceived others under the same pretense for the past 10 years. Mm. So she's been doing this. She's probably pretty good. At, uh, at impersonating a person with autism. And she's been pulling it off that long. Mm. So we'll see. Maybe she should have been in Rain Man. Rain Woman. I just got a you up text. A you up text, damn. Yeah. From a girl with autism? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. <but> she doesn't <laughs> have autism. What do you have here for the second story? Alright. So an Irish man's plan to treat his chronic back pain by injecting his own semen directly into his arm has ended with him being hospitalized with a large abscess. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We had so many people send that story in and almost yeah. everyone was like, how many times does Harrison do this, at, you know, do this in a day? And it's like, mm. we, we, like how many t- you really think Harrison mm. just sits at home injecting semen <laughs> like four times a day? Yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> hey, I mean, it's seeming like if it got you high, you know, maybe my God, man, I'd be doing it. But no, there's no reason to do that. It's stupid. This story actually reminded me. You ever see that video, that, that little document, short documentary about the guy who injects like snake venom to keep himself young? Oh, yeah. I heard yeah. About, was it snake venom or urine? in San Francisco. It, oh, okay. I do remember that. All right. Like he gets a tolerance of, he builds up a tolerance to it or something. And, and how would it keep him young? Small amount. He's like, look at me. It's, it's like, well, you look okay for your age, you know? <laughs> you use face moisturizer. He's like, it's people fine. say that, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, the Irish Medical Journal said it's the first known case of someone using semen as a treatment for back pain. Well, yeah. Not surprised that he's Irish. So they drink a lot over there. They do. And um, they like home remedies. Do they? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> they like the fair folk. Yeah, they like the fair folk. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, the man sought medical attention uh, after complaining of severe sudden onset lower back pain. After lifting a heavy steel object three days prior, it's interesting because a lot of mm. people, when they get like severe back pain for something like that, they're like, "I'm gonna go see a chiropractor." Yep. This guy, mm. it's like, "I'm gonna go mm. check off in mm. a fucking syringe mm. and shoot it." I'm gonna go boot <laughs> some semen. Later revealed his back pain had been much more long-standing. Um, during a physical exam, 
Doctors noticed that his arm was red and swollen. At this point, the man revealed his homespun back pain remedy. Injecting the semen into his own arm once a month for 18 months using a hypodermic syringe. Where did he come up with this remedy? Does it say? It does not say. Like, how would you, why would you think that is something you should do? I don't know. It's kind of insane. I, I think mental illness, probably. Yeah, but I mean, there yeah. must be some kind of uh, like basis. It was like, do you think protein into his veins would. Yeah. I, I'm just wondering what the, the, the inspiration is. And I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm surprised he's still alive, you know? Because <laughs> there's certain things you're not supposed to, like, use intravenously. Um, and that's just gooey. I don't yeah, know. Like a viscous. up your entire fucking. Yeah, like a viscous substance like that. Mm. Couldn't it just, like, I don't know, cause mm. a, a blockage of yeah. a vein or an artery or whatever? Mm. Yeah, it could. God. So, I don't know, man. And what happens to it when you shoot up into, you shoot up into a vein, right? Yeah. And then it travels through your body. Yeah. So you're mixing streams here. Like semen is in a yeah, completely yeah. different area you than are. the blood going through your vein. It's like Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's you're crossing a, the streams. Yeah, you're crossing streams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on this occasion, he revealed to the doctor he had injected three doses at once into both his blood and his muscle. Oh. So he did it intra intramuscularly as well. Oh my god! Yeah, God, I hope you never share a needle with this guy. No. Are you talking to me? <laughs> it's just people in general. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, yes, you too. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that. Um, X-rays on the affected area revealed subcutaneous emphysema when gas or air is trapped under the skin, and the man was immediately commenced on intravenous antimicrobial can you say this word? It's a tough Microbial word treatment. Sorry oh, about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, he, he well, there was air under the skin. It sounds like, you know, because a lot of stuff, most stuff you're not supposed to inject intramuscularly because it'll just get infected and cause like an abscess or like yeah, a an abscess. That's how it would... Know, hematoma or something. Well, what is that how an abscess is caused? What is an abscess? It's like you inject, you miss a vein, right? Usually, yeah. And it's just an infection that occurs. That just grows it, yeah. under the skin, though? Like a subcutaneous Usually infection? Usually under the skin, yeah. I mean, uh, it can actually, yeah. And it's just like a... But do you remember, uh, was it Requiem for a Dream where mm. the guy had to get his arm amputated? Yeah. Was that because of like an infected abscess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. I mean, I've had an infected abscess. I have a giant scar on my fucking... Jesus, is yeah. that what that's from? Yeah, that's what that's from. I had a... Man. Yeah, they, they, it was like, just my... <sighs> I had it for a while and just my arm was all swollen and very super tender. If you touched it, I'd be like, ah, for like an hour. Did, were and, you shooting up into the bicep? Well, I think what I was doing, this was like, when I was like 20 years old or something. I don't know. Uh, or no, I was like 21 or something. And, uh, what I was doing is I was shooting, but I was running out of veins or something. So sometimes it'd be like, you'd have a, you'd end up with like a syringe full of heroin and your blood. Because, like, you'd kind of hit a vein and some blood would go in, but you wouldn't hit the vein entirely. So then it's like a, it's like a, then you're on a clock there because the blood will uh, congeal oh. and then it'll fuck up your whole shot. So you're like, you're on a timetable. And sometimes it's like, oh, fuck it. And uh, then you'll inject it into your muscle because it's, you gotta, you gotta just get it in you your know, body. Get it in your body somehow. And is it absorbed just through, yeah, the tissue and or it's, I'd done that many times. By that, you know, but 
you run a good risk of getting an infection that way. Ugh, yeah, man. And that's what happened. And I went to the, I was, I was going to, I was at a methadone clinic at the time. And I remember like, I was talking to the doctor because I was kind of friends with the doctor. I'm like, Whew. this is kind of weird. My arm's like crazy, stupid, tender, and it's all swollen. And he's like, go to the hospital immediately. He looked at it. He's like, you gotta go. And um, he actually went with me and it was like, they actually just, they sliced it open and all this black stuff came oh, pouring man, out of it. Oh man, really? Stunk, so, yeah. Uh, they had to like cut it open yeah, and then stitch it, open, it back? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, so they had to drain it. Yeah. They, ah, yeah. dude. It was real nasty. Yeah, that is gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is disgusting. gnarly. Yeah. I always thought yeah. about that, the thing with the Requiem for a Dream. It's mm. like, I've known a lot of people who use heroin. I don't think I've mm. ever met anyone who lost an arm. Mm. But I don't know. You walk around the tenderloin, you see a lot of uh, uh, amputees cruising around in wheelchairs. Yeah. So maybe that's the same deal. Mm. You know, shoot up in your ankles. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think to get to the point where your fucking limb gets amputated, you really have to, you know what I mean? Because it's like, by that point, it was like, it was causing me a lot of pain. I, like, I was a little skeptical when that thing happened in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I thought. I, I guess that. that's happened, but I've never met anyone that that happened. Like, some dramatic laces yeah. going on there. I think by the time you get to that point, like, you will have to go to a hospital because you'll be in so much agony. Um, but black stuff yeah black stuff oh man black stuff uh, Sunny D let me see here (laughs) purple stuff Uh, yeah so mm, I forgot where I was talking about that oh yeah when his back pain uh, eased he discharged himself from the hospital without draining the infected area so he just left well you think he never even had his infected arm oh my god yeah. Do you imagine uh, how bad that must smell when it's trained? God. It's <laughs> horrible. Uh, the Irish Medical Journal said the man was operating independent of any medical advice. Shocking. Hmm, surprise. Yeah. Um, and it searched for any prior reference to using semen as a treatment for back pain, medical or anecdotal, came up empty. I bet you someone just yeah. told him at the pub. Much like the pocket of pockets of air in his arm. Um, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's it. Uh, this is the first re- reported case of semen injection for use as a medical treatment. Although there is a report of the effects of subcutaneous semen injection into rats and rabbits, there were no cases of IV semen injection into humans found across the literature. Who who's injecting rats with semen? That's a great question. That's another weird hobby. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really get that's that one like, either. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I could date a girl that does that. That's like, yeah. Or it's like, I don't know, if Dr. Frankenstein used grinder, you know, <laughs> this kind of stuff he would do. He'd be into, I think. He'd I bet you Randy Stare would do that if he thought of it. Probably, yeah. You know, it's like his hobby. Yeah, Injecting get, rats with get, semen. Like, what, get, what's supposed to happen? Getting raped by whales. Yeah. You know? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this guy... They even mm. they don't know his name. They didn't publish his name. No, they didn't publish his name. Well, I guess he, you, yeah, you probably you didn't commit out a of crime. The hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. God, when you're when you get free medical care like that, you must just get just a random assortment of people. Yeah. Yeah. God. There you go. Yep. There you go, kids. There you go. Probably mm. not a good idea to shoot semen into your veins. Certainly not. Yeah, I don't think no. you're gonna. Fix your back pain or get high. Uh, people, send your story. Sigurong podcast at uh, gmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. Call Sigurong hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, but first, we want to play an ad from Adam and Eve about a sex swing. 
Yes. Which is something you need to have. You need it. You need this. Guys. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no! When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type diddle for the offer code upon checkout. And that's D-I-D-D-L-E, diddle, at adamandeve.com. All right, so we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call is a guy who I guess is being visited by a succubus at night. Okay. Which is I, I just interesting to say the least. I just point out that b- before we started doing this, this segment, you were trying to tell me what order the things to play, and you're like, yeah, just do uh, Succubus Christian Slater Child Killer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sure, that makes sense. And then I thought about it for a second, and I'm like, that's fucking weird. That is kind of weird. Happened. Yeah, anyway. Here so we go. It sounds like death metal bands. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. All right, here's yeah. Succubus Guy. What's up, guys? This is <clears throat> Shattered Speculum calling in to the sick of that now that sounds like a heavy metal band guys, right? really yeah definitely it's amazing glad you kept doing the show past episode triple six did definitely. you know that uh originally mr mr uh was going to call the song instead of broken wings they were going to call it shattered speculum shattered speculum i did they not know decided that. it was um unpleasing to the ear so they changed i don't think it, it to yeah wings. i don't think it works as well no, it doesn't quite work as but well so take the shattered speculum <laughs> Uh, every Monday, I get up, I go to take a shit while I'm sitting on the toilet, I download your show, and then I sit in the shower for like 45 minutes, dreading the commute and upcoming work week. <laughs> Did you say he sits in the shower? Is he in one of those chairs? Like wait. Shower, shower chairs? Wait, do you, do you say sit or shit? He says he shits. And then he sits in the shower. Says, oh, I thought he shits in the shower and listens to the show. No. I Why would swear he, he said, I shit in he the shower. He takes a shit, and then later he said he sits in the shower. Oh, okay. While he sells she, seashells I by guess, the seashore. Maybe I, maybe I wasn't paying attention yeah. properly, but I thought, ship chop shop. I thought he was like, my, my Monday morning ritual is to download your show and then shit in the shower for 45 minutes and listen to it. No. God, I hope to Christ that's not. No, I was thinking, like, how said. does he crush it to get he it down sit, the drain? Yeah, he sits in the shower. That's, you got sits in the shower. Sits in the shower. Sits, sit, not shit by the seashore. Yes. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I got a question about succubi and sleep paralysis. So I have sleep paralysis or night terrors at least probably once or twice a week. Um, and sometimes in the state. A succubus will come, and they say with, like, a succubus, it's like a hot-looking woman, but she's got some fucked-up feature, like worms for teeth or, like, chicken feet. What? 
Whoa. Wait a second. That's crazy, dude. I always get succubus and incubus messed up. Okay. An incubus is a band from the 90s, <laughs> yeah. from the mid-aughts, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I thought an yeah. incubus is a male, right? It is a that, male. Im- that impregnates women. Yes, that has sex with women. Okay, and yeah. the succubus is a female. Yeah. But what is the what is the succubus trying to do? Like, does she have a malevolent purpose in having sex with you? Um, generally, what the I I remember I read a book about this once that was written by like a Catholic priest in like the 1400s or something. And the book was called Demoniality. It's online. You can look it up. It's called Demoniality. Demoniality yeah. Um, and I think some like what they try to do is they um the succubus has sex with the man. And the man ejaculates into the succubus, and then the succubus is like peace, and then turns into an incubus, and then has sex with a woman and impregnates her with that guy's seed. And oh, that, yeah, and that's how that's what that's they how do. humans that's... reproduce over the years. Which is like the birds and the bees. It's all <laughs> demons. Without demons, we would have died out as a race. Did you ever watch that Canadian show called Lost Girl? Did you ever see that? No. About the super, like super hot succubus detective that would like go <laughs> solve cases now, in the yeah. fairy folk. Oh yeah, we we watched it. And there's like she's friends with yeah. this werewolf cop. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you should Is watch it good? that. I wouldn't say it's good. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'd say right. it's entertaining. Though. Okay. All right. Yeah. Huh. Werewolf cop. All right. Although although I will say, werewolf cop sucks. Werewolf cop. Is there's a movie? a movie called Werewolf Cop. Oh. And we're, I haven't seen Werewolf Cop 2. Is it a I comedy? I assume that sucks too. It's like a horror comedy. It's shitty. Uh, it's stupid. Sounds terrible. Yeah. I think it, maybe it's called Wolf Cop, but it's about a werewolf cop and it sucks. Do you ever see a movie about the werewolf high school student? It's called Teen Wolf? <laughs> yes, I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes in the sleep paralysis, I'm like, yeah, I should definitely like bang the succubus. But then I'm like, well, don't they? What if she tries to like steal my soul out of my penis and create like a demon spawn from it? So I don't know. I don't think that's what, what they do. Yeah, but, I don't think the know. succubus isn't Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Whoa! Hey! <laughs> Topical. <laughs> so I guess my question is: uh, the next time this happens, in your professional advice, should I should I bang the succubus and and have my soul sucked out of my dick? And give birth to demon spawn. I thought you fucking paralyzed, dude. You know? Yeah, how are you going to bang the succubus? Yeah, yeah, how's that going to happen? I mean, at the same time, you're fucking dreaming anyway, so do whatever you want. I uh, hope you can shed some light on the situation for me. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, okay, ever... well, he's not really dreaming. Well, it's like it's... a lucid dream, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know it's sleep paralysis is right yeah yeah the thing yeah yeah so generally you will often you will hallucinate something like remember that that old painting called nightmare where it's like a woman's in bed and there's like a fucking white horse with white eyes and then there's a little impy guy guy, standing on her chest you know like uh that's because that's generally what people see they feel like their breath is constricted and they'll see like a little fucking you like know, a little goblin imp, creature, little kobold thing on their chest or whatever. You but know? he's seeing a hot succubus. A hot succubus. That does not well, sound that bad. But she has like maggots oh, for yeah, teeth maggot or something, teeth. or that chicken sucks. feet or something. You know, something wrong. There's always something wrong. Yeah, you probably don't want to get a blowjob from that. One time I had a dream where it was like, and I knew there was a guy who was like, kind of slick and like trying to sell me something or give me some money or something. But it was like I knew he was a demon because his teeth were a little bit too long. 
The teeth were just too long. Were they yeah. sharpened? They weren't sharp. They were pointed? They were just a little too long. He was a little too long in the tooth. <laughs> and that was how I knew. It didn't Horse really teeth. make sense. In, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Have it you ever actually strange. had night terrors or sleep oh, yes. paralysis? Oh, yeah. Like how often? I ha- Well, sleep paralysis happens sometimes. Now, I get night terrors like at least a few times a week. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, or do I just you wake, wake up, up screaming? screaming. Uh, yeah. Sweating and screaming. Wow. Yeah. What? So wait, is that from like... Like withdrawing from something, or is that more uh, along the lines of just the like, result of psychological trauma or something? Oh, okay, yeah. so you're like having a dream and you're like a nightmare, and that's yeah, what yeah. induces that. Yeah, um, you know, my, my brother was on uh, Shantix. Remember that? Oh yeah, stop smoking. Yeah, that'll. And they said like mm, one of the uh, it was like caution. This may cause mm, night terrors. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, "Did you ever have night terrors?" He goes, "All the time." Mm. I'm like, "Well, what happens?" He's like, "I just wake up screaming." Mm. And I'm like, what was the dream? Because I don't even remember. I just wake up screaming. When he was on Chantix? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Covered in sweat. Just wake up just screaming. Yeah. I'm like, wow. So does that bother people that might be spending the night? He's like, yeah, scares the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. No, women don't. (laughs) Women, it freaks out women when I wake up screaming. Because it's like, I can't go a week without that happening at least twice, basically. That is really weird. What do they say? Like, are you screaming like a name? No, usually not. Oh, okay. No, I'm just like oh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's and it's and it's a lot of times it's like because of a dream or something. You know, um, there's certain things I see in a dream where I just I wake up screaming. You know, hmm. clowns and, and ghosts and things. When you go back to bed, yeah, does it come? Does it recur? I feel like it has a man. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, you know? that's got to suck. But I'm so used to it now that I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to sleep again. I, you know, and I just like, I'm so used to it by this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Have you ever seen a succubus in one of these dreams? Um, probably. I can't remember. But yeah, I feel like I have. I've dealt with vampires in my dreams many times, you know? I think LA has a lot of succubi. Yeah. Cruising around here. But I mean, should he have sex? I mean, if he's, he might as well, I guess, but... Yeah, why not? Yeah. But I mean, if you're paralyzed, like, because there's the thing where it's like, well, you have sleep paralysis and the thing's actually in the room with you and you're like in between being awake and being asleep and you're, you know? Yeah, you're in that like So you're looking at the room that you're in, but half of your mind is still in a dreamlike state. So you manifest your affliction into some kind of being or creature that you also see in the room with you. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of. That's what it is. So it's your personified affliction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have sex So with a lot it. of times it. it's like if you feel like you can't breathe, you got a fucking weird fucking imp standing on your chest to hmm. get a dump or whatever, you know? I think this guy should go through with it. Yeah. You know, why not? I also think Michael... The bag of teeth would be a problem. But the chicken feet, yeah. you can get around that. You can work that. around that, you know? I think you should go for it. And I also think Michael J. Fox should do a new version of uh, Teen Wolf Now. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. With Parkinson's. <laughs> with what? With Parkinson's disease. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much... I think it, I would still watch that. Like if that Michael, would be great. If Michael J. Fox, yeah. you know, afflicted mm. with Parkinson's, just did the whole Teen Wolf thing again. Like yeah. Teen Wolf, you know, older Teen Wolf with mm. Parkinson's. I actually would watch that. Yeah. And you could make it really serious. Mm. You know? Like a Lars von Trier movie. Although, like, uh, you know, obviously like a middle-aged werewolf with Parkinson's... <laughs> Probably wouldn't be playing basketball. <laughs> he, he could p- try. He'd probably just he cra- could try. He'd probably just crash his motorcycle. 
Oh yeah, he that's what a, would. a middle. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would have a yeah. different premise because yeah, this would. is like you know way yeah. after high school. Yeah. He's probably a family man at this yeah. point. Anyway, uh, you know, have sex with your fuck it, fuck your succubus. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, next call we have here is from. Remember that guy that called in that sounded just like Christian Slater? I do. I I've. He's been haunting my night terrors. <laughs> he's been so. the, he's been the source of your night terrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he drove his car into like a river or something. Yeah. He was drunk. And so I think we had a lot of questions. So he called back with a follow-up. Right. What's up, Dio? What's up, Harrison? This hey, is Christian from Miami. <laughs> Thanks for roasting me two weeks ago. I enjoyed that. Why don't you open a window? It smells like a goddamn coffin in here. <laughs> I, I don't mm. think we actually roasted the guy. We didn't really. Ro- I mean, look, man, if we roast you, you fucking know we're roasting you. Yeah, we wouldn't be you comparing know? you to Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of a cool guy. Yeah. I mean, I think we were just like pointing out observations that were true. Yeah. You know, you have a unique voice. Yeah, yeah. I know my voice sounds a little strange, but that's just the way I talk. I can't help it. This was the largest automobile I could afford. (laughs) Anyway, you guys had a couple of questions about my story, so I thought I'd answer them. After I drove my car into the river, yeah, the cops did arrive, but surprisingly, they didn't test my BAC. Now, either I got stupid cops, or I got the only cops in town who simply didn't give a shit. Either way, that was good for me. Uh, The shock of the accident actually must have sobered me a little because I didn't slur my words and I told them that it was dark, I couldn't see well, and I didn't know that part of town. So, What I would have done Mm. is maybe, yeah, I probably would have gone home. Mm. It depends on how drunk I was. Because if I was like kind of drunk, I might have walked to a Taco Bell, got some Mm. food. And then called the cops and say this happened. I, I definitely wouldn't risk being visibly yeah. like inebriated. Right. Now, would you have freed the, um, the drowning stripper from the trunk of your car? Or do you think you would have just left her there? Uh, you know, it's yeah. uh, collateral damage. Okay. All right. That was my excuse and they believed it. I didn't get a DUI. Instead, I got a citation for $179. And of course, the tow truck cost me fourteen hundred. So, man, you better thank whatever deity. Yeah, you got is lucky. In your pantheon of and the car's totaled, right? I don't know. Yeah, when a car goes in a, mm. a ditch or water, it's pretty much totaled. Right. It's a lot of money, at least for me. I got a ride home with the tow truck, since I had left my phone in the car, which was submerged and therefore ruined. So I couldn't use it to call an Uber or a cab. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much cover, covers all your questions. Oh, by the way, I enjoy the segment about Maria Orsage. You know, that's one of the many things I like about your podcast. You know, your motherfuckers be teaching me about history and shit. I learned a lot from you two assholes. And I think you guys may be onto something, as a matter of fact, about Taylor Swift. I always thought there was something strange about that girl. She may, in fact, be the reincarnation of Maria Orsage, now that I think about it. You know, there was always, always something strange about it. There's something See, off about it. Wait, what is I've never liked her. I don't know. Is it German? Sounded like it. 
Well, play that part again. I, I think I was like listening to his facial hair grow while he was talking or something. I couldn't quite. It's like I got distracted. I was just picturing like yeah, Christian yeah. Slater. Yeah. Yeah. I've never liked her. Anyway. What does that mean? Uh, he didn't. He doesn't like her. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 he yeah. Was, so this guy. He this conju- is, I think he conjugated that correctly. Christian Slater yeah. speaks German. Yes. That is interesting. Mm. Had no idea. Mm. Huh. Or he has a, a passing familiarity with the language. Something, I don't mm. know. Mm. Well. well, guys, that's everything. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. I think he said gefilte mir nicht. <laughs> I think that's what he said. Well, gefilte uh, fish? Mm. Love you guys. Peace out. Uh, well, All thanks right. for calling thanks, in and clearing Christian that Slater. up. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering, you know, because you mentioned that you, you, you drove into a river, and I was like, mm. how would you not you know, be arrested for drinking and driving. Right. You know, I mean, or get a DUI, but mm. apparently cops in Florida just aren't that perceptive. Yeah. That, that's odd. They were probably just got distracted with his voice. <laughs> and they're just like, I, hmm. You know, I wonder if he looks very like Christian Slater. I'd like to think so. I haven't seen, what does Christian Slater look like these days? He pretty much looks this. He just looks, he looks like older. Same. Yeah. He actually looks, he's aged very well. You did know? did I send you that picture? Some you didn't guy, see that Mr. Robot show that he's in? Oh, he's in that now. Yeah. I, I haven't seen okay, that. Yeah. Someone sent me a picture of uh, Tom Cruise, yeah. um, who was in Mission Impossible, the, right. the most recent one. It was not yeah. a bad movie. Being all like action Tom Cruise guy. He was in that movie, Mission Impossible, he just made. He was the same age as Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon. I saw that thing, yeah. yeah did yeah. you see those two, those two guys? It's yeah. like... What what's the deal with that? Yeah, is that like Zenu? You sell your soul to Zenu, and then you just get youth. I think it's two, it's two different things. Wilford Brimley's kind of a fucking outlier because I think Wilford Brimley also always looked like that. You know what I mean? I mean, when he was fifty five, he looked like he was eighty five. Yeah, seventy five. Handlebar he still, mustache. Yeah, he was, kind of looked you know, like that. He just that's how what he looked like. Was he know? like an actor in the forties or fifties or whatever? I don't know what he was in before. Uh, it was like this old house or whatever show yeah, he was on. Yeah, Little House in the Prairie or, or some something. Shit. I don't yeah. remember. I don't know what he did before that. But he always kind of looked... So maybe that's mm. what he, he always looked like, that character. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, he looked old, prematurely old before his time, you know? Did he actually have diabetes? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah, he probably did. <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe it's also that, that weird, like, we were talking about RoboCop. You know how it was like... In the 80s, like a lot of times guys were 30 and they looked 50 and it was yeah, just the man. way things were, you know? It's just, yeah, it's just kind of how it uh, is. They didn't put fluoride in the water when That's those true. people were growing up. Look at James Woods. You know how yeah. old that guy is? I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. Thank you, Christian mm. Slater, for clearing that up. Yeah. Uh, the next call we have here is a guy who, uh, it was inter- this is an interesting scenario. This guy was friends with a guy who killed toddlers. And okay. it, it's got to, that's got to ruin the friendship. Right. You know, I don't think I'd still be able to be friends with you if you killed a toddler. Oh, no? <laughs> I think it would just be weird. It would make everything oh. weird. Well, it's good to know that we don't have an unconditional friendship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it depends on the circumstances. Like, if you drove over one, mm. I might be like, ah, oh, maybe you're wasting What you if I killed him. a toddler in self-defense? <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe see that? Okay, all right. Yeah, There's yeah. got to be extenuating circumstances here. Mm. Or what if it was um, Gage from Pet Cemetery and he was already undead? Well, that kid deserved to yeah, uh, yeah. be killed. Yeah. Right. Hey, guys. I was listening to the podcast, and you guys were talking about uh, 
the uh, the murder that happened back home. Um, and I figured uh, it was a good time as any to call in and tell my story about the uh, the toddler killer that it was my friend. So uh, I grew up a uh, small town in uh, southern Alberta. I don't know if you guys ever. Yeah, we had a. Do you remember the? Did you see that movie, My Friend Jeffrey? The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, comic book writer. You yeah. wrote that book, My Friend Dahmer. Yeah, my, friend Dahmer my friend Dahmer. Yeah. We had him on the show mm. like a while ago, way before that movie was made, and that was pretty interesting because that's that's another thing. Like you hung out with this guy in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean that that would definitely probably also strain the friendship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ever been to Alberta, but it's pretty much if uh, Texas was a flyover state. Um, so there was a, an old woman that was murdered. Didn't seem to be any motive. You know, nobody knew who it was, and it was it was pretty surprising because the town only had like five thousand people, and murders just weren't a thing there. So police were investigating it, and they were doing all they could. Uh, not too long after, same month, um, there was this uh, guy uh, was found. Uh, hit over the head and throat slit, and his uh, two-year-old daughter had been abducted. Um, so there was a pretty big manhunt, understandably, you know, lots of outpourings of grief and support, and, you know, hmm. uh, pretty much the entire province was, uh, was trying to show their support for this thing. And uh, so they did their investigating. They saw at the scene of the crime, I guess, uh, a uh, dry cleaning van, and they were able to track it down to a local business, again, small town. And uh, they found out that it was this uh, guy named uh, Derek Soretsky, who was the guy I went to school with. Um, it was uh, a whole big thing after that, pretty much. Um, they arrested him, searched his apartment. They found a measuring cup with some blood. Uh, they found all sorts of uh, anti-Semitic <laughs> stuff and uh, of a bunch of drug paraphernalia. And they found a hit list that had the, the names of uh, the old woman that was murdered, as well as a Terry, that's the dad, and Haley, which is the uh, the two year old, uh, referred to Haley as the hideous baby on the list. So that was pretty egregious. So wait, a, wait a second. Talk, talk. He he wrote a list of who he wanted to kill, and he had the girls, the baby's name. He wrote hideous baby. Yeah. Do you just want to kill her because it was an ugly kid? Do you just want to kill her because it's an ugly kid? Yeah. Well, that's not a reason that's to kill a, a toddler. There's need, tons of ugly toddlers. There's a lot of reasons to kill a toddler. <laughs> the, I mean, there are superficial but, looks. Yeah, it's got to be more than that. Mm-hmm. To him, he leads him to a fire pit um, where he chopped her up, burned her body, but not before he uh, drank some of her blood and ate some of her heart. So that was Jesus. pretty fucking awful. Why were you friends so with this guy? guy? Arrested. Um, there's a Facebook group um, that has has a conspiracy series because uh, Derek was friends with the uh, the two year old mother. So lots of people are saying, like, well, maybe she was involved. And uh, all the uh, mutual friends I got with him are on Facebook defending him. Well, this is just, you know, alleged. They haven't proved anything. You know, it's like, you, you left, you, like, <laughs> the guy led them to the fucking fire pit, man. Like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that this guy's involved. So I want to know how close their friendship was. Was it like, because that's, mm. that's the thing with that My Friend Dahmer movie. When you watch mm. it. They just thought he was this weird guy that they would sometimes like hang out with because he'd do Dahmer would do weird stuff and have right. seizures in the mall and things like that. Yeah. But it wasn't like they were that close, like eating you know dinner with his parents or something. Right. Yeah. So that's what I want to know. Like, mm. is this guy was this just a, a, a high school classmate or was it like an actual guy who's you've been to his house and hung out with him? Well, I mean, it wouldn't be that outrageous. Sometimes you you don't know what people. Have, are have you like ever secretly. had any friends that were like we find out later were serial killers? No. 
Yeah, neither have I. But I mean, you know, generally people who are serial killers, a lot of times they'll keep that shit compartmentalized. I remember there's this kid in high school that we used to buy weed from, Mm. uh, Dieter. I always wonder, I remember one time we went over to his house. His parents were like crazy, like Christian scientists. Mm. Went over to his house and he was all heavy metaled Mm. out. Like all metal, like hit a mullet and everything. And so he's like, check this out. This dude had broken into a mausoleum and stole like a full skull with an attached vertebrae. And just was like, check it out. We're like, that's weird. Wow. Can I just get my weed? I want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suicide in jail. Tries to hang himself in the shower. Put in a medically induced coma. Doesn't work. He's out of it a few days later. Dragged trial out. He pleads not guilty. I don't know how the fuck he thought he could get away with that. Um, and uh, goes on for about, about a month. Uh, he's sentenced to life in prison with no parole for 75 years, which in Canada is pretty big, but we don't have the death penalty here. So, mm. uh, all right, let's play the second part. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a part mm. two. Got cut off there. I was really trying to keep it under three minutes, but I guess I didn't uh, do too good a job there. So, yeah, 75 years and uh, 75 years of no parole, life in prison. Um, he was only 22, so, but I don't know. He he was he seemed like kind of a weird guy growing up, but I didn't think he would be capable of that. Um, he was uh, taking Dexedrine. A lot of people say that's uh, what what caused him to do it, but, you know, I take Dexedrine. Yeah. Isn't that like kind of speed? Yeah. Yeah. Not even as strong as Adderall. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Never, you know, killed a toddler and ate her heart, so that's me. <laughs> um a lot of friends of mine are... Yeah, that's like what they put... It's like Ritalin. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, like it's, a, yeah, it's yeah, not even yeah, that yeah. big of a deal. Still saying that, you know, he wasn't as involved or, you know, she egged him on, the mother rather egged him on to, to kill the, the child. And I'm like, Ugh, I just try to stay away from the whole thing because it just, it's just upsetting to think that you could just grow up with somebody like that and, you know, that's what they're capable of. But You got a good story. Uh, um, I do have uh, one photo with him. That I got from my Facebook. So he ate the toddler's heart because it was he didn't find the toddler attractive. Is that what happened? He just said hideous child. I don't okay. know. Oh, is okay. it hideous because mm. aesthetically or hideous right. like in, a hideous person? Okay. Internally, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he like drank her yeah. blood and ate her heart. Mm. It's weird. Well, like I don't know. You know, like if I was having sex with some kind of chicken-footed witch, maybe, and I murdered her after, I probably wouldn't eat her heart. Yeah, maybe not, but maybe yeah. that's the only way to kill her. Maybe, yeah. And uh, some uh, New Year's Eve party, and that's always fun to, to trot out and show people, hey, you know you know that guy Derek Tripp? Well, that's me with him. You know, him and I were, were friends, and uh, I don't know, uh, then people. I don't know if that's a claim to fame you really want. Yeah, I don't, I don't you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe think about massacring a grocery store instead <laughs> or something, you know? Jesus. So, uh, yeah, that's my story. Uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong. I love the show. Right. You know, uh, I've been reading about, you hear about that girl, Jamie Kloss, that was kidnapped? Yes. Interesting story. So it's a weird fucking story. It is a weird right? story. Yeah. And so now, all this information's coming about that, about that guy, James yeah. Patterson. So the funniest thing I read about him is uh, some girl dated him, like yeah. in high school. Yeah. Like a freshman year for like four months. Yeah. And she was like, he was obsessed with roadkill. She's like, it was the weirdest thing. We'd be on a date, drive by roadkill. He'd have to stop the car, put mm. the roadkill in his trunk, mm. and then we'd drive home, and then he'd take it and he'd put it in his room. And then he would taxidermy all the roadkill. And so his bedroom was just roadkill tax, self-made roadkill taxidermy. Wow. 
And she still dated the guy. I mean, you could really <laughs> Come go somewhere. You could have an Etsy store. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, you I knew guess. If you had the, you know? Well, she said it wasn't very good. Okay. Like, you could even tell what kind of still, animal it was. Still, there's a market for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. You could, the Etsy store, boom. Yeah, you know? I guess if, he, you don't if need this to be dude was and resourceful, he, yeah. he could have done that. Yeah. What, what I don't get about what he kidnapped this girl mm. and just left her under the bed. Yeah. I, don't, it, I haven't heard anything about sexual assault or anything. We, we, don't, we don't know what happened yet. We, we don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, That's yeah. why I haven't really yeah. gone into the into But it was weird. It was here. just like he was just driving to work one day or something, and he started getting off a bus, and he's like, I I'm going to take her. Yeah. I'm going to take that like, one. Just this weird psychopath. What, what I want to know, though, psychopath. why would you want a 13-year-old girl? If you're not going to have sex with her, because and they I'm not even going to, I'm not even having this conversation right now. I'm not know. even in this room right now <laughs> with what you just said. I just, would, this is what you just, I know. You okay. just ask that? No. Did you I, seriously <laughs> just ask me that? Let me qualify that statement. Okay. If you're a person who likes to like sexually assault children, then maybe you'd want a 13 year old girl. This guy, they, they've said no evidence of sexual assault so far. So that means he just wanted to hang out with a 13 year old and not, you didn't have any kind of weird sexual depravity. My name isn't Harrison. It's uh, <laughs> Hannigan. I'm Allison Hannigan's brother. I'm just saying it'd make more sense, uh -huh. okay? Yeah. I'm not justifying it. Okay. It's fucked up. Mm -hmm. Anyway, moving on. Um, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> kind of walked myself into like Good a box God, in that man. way. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is weird, dude, to have a friend like that. That uh, I mean, it doesn't sound like they were that close. No. But that is kind of odd. Yeah. I mean, that's a story right there. That I don't is. think I have any friends that have ever done anything like that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, yeah, that'd I, I be don't weird. Think I do. That is strange. That mm. is strange. Um, anyway, thanks for uh, calling that story in. People can call the Sickroll Hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, best way to support the show, if you want to support Sick and Wrong, if you want to be like a VIP mm. Sick and Wrong listener, go to the Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. And uh, you can sign up today. And once you sign up, you get like, I don't know, days of content now. Yeah. I mean, how much content we put up there? For days. Days. I mean, we mm. do an extra story. Mm. We do extra phone calls. Uh, this week, we're actually going to cover that story about the guy that punched out that teen right. at the ball. Yeah. Uh, but you can only hear that on Patreon. So go mm. to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up today. We really do appreciate the support. Yeah, and if you do, I'll, I'll let you join my ghost squad in the afterlife. <laughs> it so. can be at Harrison's ghost squad. That's right. Uh, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I don't know why I never played this. Mm. I don't know why I never did. Kids of Whitney High. Remember them? No. You never heard of them? No. Nope. They uh, did a song called Pretty Girls. Mm. Uh, the Kids of Whitney High is a music group composed of mentally disabled students from a special education uh, high school called J.P. Whitney in, here in L.A. Mm. And Mike Patton uh, produced their, like, their two records oh, on uh, Ipecac. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the band consists of mentally and physically mm. challenged students on vocals with instruments played by non-handicapped teachers and friends. Uh, one, one group is made up of, uh, graduates mm. that still perform local clubs. I mean, they mm. open up for like the Melvins mm. and, uh, Phantomas, Bungle and all that. Um, the other is a group of current Whitney students who are in the songwriting class right now. When did this happen? It was like, um, oh, mid 2000s. It's still going on now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, this was their hit. It's called Pretty Girls. Okay. Yeah. So here's the kids of Whitney High. Pretty Girls. Song of the week there. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 671. Till then. Take a sleazy.